everybody to Dragon Cast C. I shall be your host today, Juanito Papito Sosolito. John will not be with me today, unfortunately. Um, John is feeling under the weather. He actually just got the second COVID vaccine shot. So it's actually kind of like beating him up a little bit. And he's been feeling under the weather for two days. So we haven't been able to get together and record on our normal schedule that we do. So this one I will be riding it solo, old-fashioned style here with you guys. This week we are covering Dragon Ball episode 16 called Find That Stone. Now, at the beginning of this episode, we find out that Master Roshi's house is a Capsule Corp house because he ends up um, miniaturizing it, putting in a capsule, and... This is where, like, they decide to go and start training. And Master Roshi decides that they need to go to a much larger island for them to be able to train. That his island is too small. So, basically, they all get their stuff together. Master Roshi collects the house. And Goku makes a comment saying, like, how are we going to all travel together? Like, it'd be a tight squeeze on the Flying Nimbus. So, Master Roshi pulls out another capsule and... It turns out to be a hovercraft, and this is what they use to get to the next island that they're going to be training on. And once they reach the new island, um, Roshi opens up the capsule containing the Kame house, puts in its location, and so Roshi ends up saying how he wants to eat, but wants to. He asks the boys, Krillin and Goku, if they want to do some light training before dinner, and. Of course, Krillin and Goku jump up to the occasion and they're excited to do this training, right? So Roshi decides to test them by doing a 100 meter dash, right? So he kind of like eyeballs it. They're like by this rock and he goes, okay, from this rock to that tree, I should be like 100 meters. So let me get my stopwatch. I'm going to time you guys and I want to see who runs the 100 meter dash faster and krillin doesn't understand why he would want them to run and master roshi says listen running it's like a good measure to see how strong and fast you are but you shouldn't be using speed to run away from your enemies you should always be charging at them like instead of running away from them you shouldn't be afraid to fight somebody is what he's trying to say so roshi gets a stopwatch out and krillin offers up to go first and Roshi is a little impressed that Krillin's, you know, willing to try this out first. And Krillin says, like, oh, um, I probably could be in the Olympics if I wanted to. That's how fast I am. He's like, but you'll see. So Krillin darts. He starts running and makes it to the tree. Roshi stops to watch and he goes and he's like, oh, uh, not bad. 10.4 seconds. Okay. And then now it's uh, Goku's turn, and Goku's, like, eager to start. And Master Roshi's like, oh, don't be so impatient. Oh, give me one second. And then, like, Master Roshi gets situated and then tells Goku to start. Goku dashes, running as fast as he can, and Roshi clocks him in at 11 seconds. And then, like, Krillin's a little, like, snotty about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he's like, oh, well, not everybody could be as fast as me. And Goku asks... Asks if he can go again. And so Krillin's like, yo, don't be a sore loser. And 
Goku's like, no, no, it's my shoes. And Krillin's like, oh, come on, I don't need, I don't have running shoes on, but I still did a good time. Like, don't, don't be mad, you know. And Goku's like, no, 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 I could see my toes. And he lifts up his feet, and his toes are like waving out of his shoes. The shoes are so broken. So they end up giving him new shoes, and they let him do the dash, the hundred meter dash again. And Goku books it, boom dashes and gets clocked at 8.5 seconds so then master roshi hands over the stopwatch after being impressed with what goku did uh he hands him over the stopwatch and says let me show you how to really do this and he takes off the turtle shell off his back puts it down and like for anyone familiar with the with the series and has already seen dragon ball z dragon ball super you know that that shell on his back it's a weighted shell and it's what he uses for weight training so to strengthen himself more master roshi puts the shell down he starts doing some stretches and stuff and then krillin asks him if he's ready and master roshi's like honestly i'm not sure and then he grabs the turtle shell the tortoise shell and tosses it at at this boulder and ends up breaking the boulder with the shell and i was like kind of surprised that krillin and goku neither one of them reacted to that i'm like i'm like this man just threw a tortoise shell and broke a boulder like this giant rock and no one batted an eye at that but okay like i feel like that's still impressive in itself i know they saw him do the kamehameha wave but that should still be impressive master roshi's ready krillin clocks him master roshi does an incredible 100 meter dash and gets clocked in at 5.6 seconds and then Krillin and Goku are just stunned by this. Like, they're amazed. Master Roshi, happy with his time, but, you know, he says, like, he could have done it faster back in the day. Tells Goku to go get him a brewski. So he's asking for a beer, I would assume. And Goku doesn't understand, so Krillin ends up going to the Kami house to get the beer. Where Launch has been in there, and she's been whipping up uh, dinner for them. And... It's something she offered up earlier in the episode. And Krillin, I guess, tracks in dirt. It causes, like, Launch to sneeze. So she turns into to evil Launch and starts chasing him out with a butcher knife. And, like, right before she, like, stabs him, she ends up sneezing and going back to the nice Launch. And then she's like, oh, my, I thought I, thought I was in the kitchen. She's like, oh, how did I drop my knife out here? And she grabs the knife. She goes back into the kitchen, like... So, and then Krillin's, like, says how she scared the life out of him. Meanwhile, like, Goku, Krillin, and Master Roshi all booked it because they, you know, they thought Launch was going to, like, kill them or something. And then Master Roshi tells, like, Krillin, you know, you should never be scared. Should be, and then Krillin's like, yeah, I should be more like you. Even though they were all hiding behind the same rock together. Now, Master Roshi comes up with another lesson to give Goku and Krillin. And he picks up a rock, and he ends up putting his symbol on it, you know, the the turtle school symbol. So he, he writes it on with a sharpie onto this rock, and he chucks it into the woods. And Krillin and Goku are like, so what's this, the next lesson is throwing rocks? Like, okay, I guess. Like, And then Master Rush is like, no, 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 anybody could just throw a rock. You have to find the rock. And then meanwhile, he, like, threw it off a cliff into a jungle... And then expects them to just run down there and find it. And he tells them, you have 30 minutes to find this rock. Obviously, only one of you can find it. It can't be a group effort. So the, 
whoever finds it gets to come back and eat dinner. The one who doesn't bring back the rock goes without dinner tonight. So Krillin and Goku start running to the cliff and then Krillin gets scared and he's like, oh my God, like we have to find a way down. And Goku just laughs and jumps off the cliff. And Krillin says, like, are you crazy? What are you, not human? Like, you can't just jump off like that. And Goku screams back to him as he's falling off the cliff, says, oh, I used to do this all the time back at home. So Goku's like flying down. And I guess, like, I want to I wanna chalk it up to Goku's used to using his tail. And so he goes flying down and grabs onto a branch, but the branch breaks. So I'm assuming, like, he would have been able to do something like safer if he had his tail but the branch breaks goku falls he ends up not really getting hurt and he just gets back up and runs looking for this rock then krillin gets upset because he's like wow go this goku guy's crazy he jumped off this he's got a head start on me now like what am i supposed to do so krillin decides that he's gonna come up with a better way of winning this because he doesn't think the 30 minutes is enough time to find this rock. So Krillin ends up going and finds a rock that looks similar to the one Master Roshi threw. And he decides he's going to draw the Turtle Skull symbol on it himself. And then bring this back to Master Roshi. So he does that, but then he doesn't have a marker. So he goes around knocking on uh, someone's door, asking for a marker. Now, this is where, this is where I'm going to divert for a second. Because I... I would assume this is supposed to be Akira Toriyama's depiction of what a black person might look like. And it's really weird. And if it is what a black person's supposed to look like, then this is pretty racist. Because basically anybody who knows the series, if you if and if you don't, just Google Mr. Popo, Dragon Ball Z, Mr. Popo. That is what the people of this village look like. And it's just weird, man. It's just weird. It just just Google Mr. Popo and you'll see what I'm talking about. So basically, Krillin talks to this lady and into giving him a marker. And then he he writes the com- uh, the turtle school symbol on it and ends up running over back to the Kami house. And as he's running into the Kami house... Master Roshi is watching Launch in the kitchen cooking, and she's shaking her butt, right? So shaking her butt back and forth, and Master Roshi, like, just cannot help himself. He has to grab her butt. And he's getting so close, and he's about to grab it, and then Krillin bursts into the house and tells him he found the rock. Master Roshi, like, gets all shocked and scared and, like, startled, and that startles launch who turns around and then asks him what he's doing and he has no explanation he goes and so he just goes uh gotta go got something to do and just runs out with krill into the other room and master roshi like inspects the rock and he goes that was very fast like oh i'm impressed and then he starts looking at the rock and you could tell he's like dissecting this like making sure it's the rock that he threw and then he just winds up and chucks this at Krillin's head. And he goes, he's like, you fool, you think you're going to trick me with this rock? He goes, now go back out there and actually find me the rock. And Krillin, like, apologizes and runs out. So now Krillin realizes, like, his tricks aren't going to work. And he has to go and find this rock. So 
he runs out. He ends up going into the forest and or jungle, whatever it is. Ah, jungle. It's a jungle. We're going to call it the jungle because um, there's palm trees. So he runs out into the jungle and then ends up hearing Goku find the stone, right? And Goku's like, ah, yes, I found it. And Krillin's like, Goku, stay right where you are. I'm coming to you. Don't move. And Krillin gets over there and starts talking to Goku. And he's like, oh, this could be a decoy rock. Let me let me inspect this for you. And Krillin, and Goku's like, yeah, you think so? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already found a decoy one. Krillin starts looking over the rock. And then just out of nowhere, sprints and starts running. And Goku realizes he got duped. So... Goku starts chasing after Krillin and Krillin ends up like crossing like this rope bridge and as he crosses the rope bridge he cuts it so Goku can't cross and Krillin keeps running and he thinks he won then uh Goku just keeps running somehow like catches up to him like jumps across this like ravine or whatever it is and keeps chasing Krillin and he's catching up to him so Krillin stops he goes all right then let's settle this He's like, let's fight. And, and Goku's like, oh, yeah, let's do that then. And like He's excited for it. But then, like, their fight looks like a regular, like, schoolhouse brawl. But it's, like, all covered in smoke, so you can't see what's going on. Like, you know, like, dust. It's like a, they're fighting, like, in a dust cloud at, from, like, a classic cartoon. Then Goku beats Krillin in the fight. And Krillin's like, okay, like I like I told you, I lost fair and square. I'll give you the rock. You win. You can bring it back to Master Roshi. But what Krillin, what Goku doesn't know is Krillin still had the fake rock that he made. So Krillin chucks the fake rock into the forest or into the jungle. And then Goku chases after it. And now Krillin goes back to Master Roshi with the real rock, hands it over to him. And Master Roshi says, oh, you redeemed yourself for earlier. I'm impressed. And then they uh, decide to sit down and eat dinner. And meanwhile, like Goku's like standing in the background, like hella awkward. And you could tell he's starving and all this food just from the scene. You could tell it looks delicious. Like there's they have like little smoke coming off the food. So you see like it's hot, nice and hot. It looks delicious. Everybody's like showing how like good it smells and everything. And she made and launch made this stew and it's this great it's a gorgeous looking meal and master is like complimenting the meal and everything and how it looks and everything and then everybody takes a bite and master says how it's delicious and asked what she used in the stew and launch says that she made the stew out of puffer fish that's when Master Roshi then says, Pufferfish, Pufferfish are super poisonous. Oh, this is going to kill us. And then instantly Master Roshi gets sick, Krillin gets sick, and then Launch finally gets sick at the end. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, yes, Pufferfish are very poisonous. And it's something you, you're not supposed to eat. But in Japan, it's actually a delicacy. There, there are um, trained chefs, and this to eat pufferfish in Japan, um, from my understanding, is very expensive. So the way it works is like certain parts of the pufferfish are can be cut out and 
made for like sushi and other things like that. So it has to be like a highly trained chef to that'll work on on a pufferfish dish. But there still also is a chance that you know this this trained chef could mess up, but not so likely. It doesn't. It's it's not a often thing that they do mess up. Fun fact. So if I were to go to Japan. And I saw pufferfish on the menu, and it's not that expensive. I would definitely try it out. I I would have to, you know. You can't just pass up on that experience. The episode pretty much ends there. We uh, it actually ends up cutting to the next morning, and Goku's ready to train, and he's perfectly fine because he wasn't allowed to eat that night. And then Master Roshi is like dragging himself to the front door and tells Goku, like, "Hey, I think today's gonna be a rest day because none of us are feeling good." And that's where the episode ends. Uh, the next episode we're going to be covering is called Milk Delivery. That is episode 17. Um, to touch on a couple things in this episode, a couple of uh, uh, differences. So between the manga and this, Goku tours the entire island on his flying Nimbus in the anime, where in the manga he just hovers over, hovers in the air to see that there are houses on the island. So basically in the manga, Goku just hovers in one spot. In the anime, he flies around the whole island. Um, also, so in this one, Goku surveys the island on on the flying Nimbus. He flies in front of this tall mountain, which is a mountain that he's, him and Krillin are going to have to climb in the following episode. So next week's episode. Also, um, after Goku jumped down the cliff, to find Master Roshi Stone, Krillin uh, exclaims that Goku can't be human, which for those of you listening, you already know he's not human, but that's something unbeknownst to Krillin, and he ends up finding out um, in episode Reunions that Goku is not a human. And also, uh, we talked about it in the in the movie episode that we uh, covered a little while back with Nick and John, um, that girl, Ariel, who's a, um, who's like an Android. She's supposed to be like the most perfect Android in the world. We end up seeing her on TV while master Roshi is watching wide thigh aerobics. So fun fact, that's the name of the exercise show that master Roshi watches every morning, wide thigh aerobics. And we end up seeing that girl, Ariel, on the TV for a moment instead of the woman in that Masaroshi was seeing in one of those shots. And if in case you didn't watch the movie episode, Ariel is a she's a, a cyborg, cyborg or android. I can never remember the difference. She she's an android that is supposed to be the most perfect android in the world, except for she has poor poor vision. I think she's nearsighted. So that's her only fallback. And this doctor tries to convince everybody that she's a human in the village that they live in. And it seems to be pretty successful. But that's all like in a separate show. They ju- She just does cameos in this one because Akira Toriyama really loves that character. Um, but she appears in Dr. Slump. If you ever want to check that out, you could go check that out. And that is going to do it for us this week with this episode. Next week, we'll have John back and... We will continue with Master Roshi's training. And it, like I said before, it just gets better from here. Can't wait for next week. Forgot to say, guys, don't forget 
to drop a review. It helps a lot. It it surprisingly helps a lot. I just realized um, this week that like our ratings fluctuate depending on like the standing of the podcast fluctuates depending on the reviews we get. So and on Apple, you can review multiple times. You don't you don't just have to you can't just do it once. You can you can do it multiple times, which is pretty dope. So don't forget, even if it's just a star review or a written review, anything's appreciated. But until next time, peace out. Take care.